A reading from the second book of Samuel. A messenger came to David, saying, The hearts of the men of Israel have gone after Absalom. Then David said to all his servants who were with him at Jerusalem, Arise and let us flee, or else there will be no escape for us from Absalom. Go in haste, lest he overtake us quickly and bring down evil upon us and smite the city with the edge of the sword. David went up to the ascent of the Mount of Olives, weeping as he went, barefoot and with his head covered. And all the people who were with him covered their heads, and they went up weeping as they went. When King David came to, bah to Bahurim, there came out a man of the family of the house of Saul, whose name was Shimei, the son of Jerah. And as he came, he cursed continually. And he threw stones at David and at all the servants of King David. And all the people and all the mighty men were on his right hand and on his left. And Shimei said as he cursed, Be gone, be gone, you man of blood, you worthless fellow. The Lord has avenged upon you all the blood of the house of Saul, in whose place you have reigned. And the Lord has given the kingdom into the hand of your son Absalom. See, your ruin is on you, for you are a man of blood. Then Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over and take off his head. But the king said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Zeruiah? If he is cursing because the Lord has said to him, Curse David, he then shall say, Why have you done so? And David said to Abishai, and to all his servants, Behold, my own son seeks my life. How much more now may this Benjaminite? Let him alone, and let him curse, for the Lord has bidden him. It may be that the Lord will look upon my affliction, and that the Lord will repay me with good for this cursing of me today. So David and his men went on the road. The word of the Lord. Arise, Lord, save me, my God. Arise, Lord, save me, my God. How many are my foes, O Lord? How many are rising up against me? How many are saying about me, There is no help for him in God? Arise, Lord, save me, my God. But who, Lord, are a shield about me, My glory will lift up my head. I cry aloud to the Lord, he answers from his holy. 
with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus and his disciples came to the other side of the sea to the country of the Gerasenes. And when he had come out of the boat, there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who lived among the tombs. And no one could bind him any more, <clears throat> even with a chain. For he had often been bound with fetters and chains, but the chains he wrenched apart, and the fetters he broke in pieces, and no one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains he was always crying out and bruising himself with stones. And when he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him, and crying out with a loud voice, he said, What have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. For he had said to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And Jesus asked him, What is your name? He replied, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he begged him eagerly not to send them out of the country. Now a great herd of swine was feeding there on the hillside, and they begged him, Send us to the swine, 
let us enter them. So he gave them leave. And the unclean spirits came out and entered the swine, and the herd numbered about two thousand, numbering about two thousand, rushed down the steep bank into the sea and were drowned in the sea. The herdsmen fled and told it in the city and in the country, and people came to see what it was that had happened. And they came to Jesus and saw the demoniac sitting there, clothed and in his right mind, the man who had had the legion, and they were afraid. And those who had seen it told what had happened to the demoniac and to the swine. And they began to beg Jesus to depart from their neighborhood. And as he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might be with him. But he refused and said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. And he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And all men marveled. The Gospel of the Lord. The natural reaction of David would surely have been to command his army, loyal to him and well-trained, to go and mop up Absalom and his ruffians, ill-assorted and untrained, in one preemptive swoop. It could all be over in half an hour or so. But that is exactly what he didn't do. He placed himself in the hands of God, trusting in him, and at the same time showed remarkable devotion to his wayward and rebellious son, Absalom. Of course, Absalom, in due course, dies in battle, much to the dismay of David, and David continues to reign, though, of course, an unsettled populace by this time, later to come into open rebellion in the time of Solomon and immediately after. We ask the Lord to help us to place our trust firmly in him in times of trial and crisis. And in the Gospel, we see a great teaching miracle again, for Jesus allows, surprisingly, the demons possessing this unfortunate and probably sinful man to enter another part of his creation rather than to be driven back to the hell and inferno where they truly belong. He does this probably in order to demonstrate to his apostles and indeed to the herdsmen the consequences and disasters of giving way and permitting the demons to dominate our lives. In this way, it is for us today a clear indication that we should go to considerable lengths to remain free and, as it were, exempt through our incorporation into Christ from the powers of evil. <coughs> and then finally, St. Auburn Row, <coughs> something of a rebel and impetuous, as an ardent Protestant, visits St. Auburn's jail to convert the prisoners there, and in argument he is thoroughly tranced by a priest there. So much was he discomfited by this that, true to his commitment, 
he decides he's got to become a Catholic. After that, he goes to the Low Countries, there enters the English College, bringing with him his fiery temperament and his highly undisciplined outlook. He is expelled, fired with enthusiasm, in both senses of that word, from the English College, and, happy for him, and all part of God's plan, no doubt, enters the monastery of Duluard. We ask St. Alban to intercede for us at this difficult time and to give us that fire and zeal that enabled him to minister, even though in prison, for 17 years. May St. Alban and his companion martyrs pray for us today.
pray, brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. Sanctify our offerings by your blessing, O Lord, we pray, and by your grace may we be set afire with that flame of your love through which St. Alban Row overcame every bodily torment. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift up your <coughs> Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for the blood of your blessed martyr Auburn, poured out like Christ to glorify your name, shows forth your marvellous works, by which in our weakness you perfect your power, and on the feeble bestow strength to bear you witness to our Lord Jesus Christ. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, and before your majesty without end we acclaim. rightly gives you praise, for through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and work of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, 
and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world. Oh, by your cross and resurrection, you have set us Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim, by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph as powers, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with St. John Bosco, St. Auburn Row, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession, in your presence, we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant Francis our Pope and Declan our Bishop, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, to whom you bestow on the world all that is good. <clears throat> Through him and with him and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, O glory and honor is yours, forever and ever. Amen. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Amen. <laughs> <laughs>
Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those born for the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
May the sacred mysteries of which we have partaken, O Lord, we pray, give us that determination which made your blessed martyr Auburn faithful in your service and victorious in suffering. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord.